What's happening, everybody? Ah, it is hump day. It is Army of Thieves hump day, which makes it even better. Makes the humping a little bit better. I will say that. What's happening, everybody? Go to Film Junkie live on your Wednesday, October 27th of the week, and the virtual premiere for Army of Thieves, which is, that's why I'm on a little early, because going to the virtual events in about an hour and a half, which I think a lot of you guys are too. Some of you have already watched this. Some of you probably already watched this, but uh, yeah. Oh yeah, chain, uh-oh, uh-oh. All right, let's see who's out there. Let's, uh, let's see who's out there. Let's go, uh, let's talk, let's go, let's go. Good morning, good, well, good afternoon from California in the USA, good to be joining. What's going on, Lane? And there we go, we got Mr. Eric Patterson right here, yes. That's right. I see what you're trying to. I see what you're trying to emote there with those emojis, Jason. I think I know you from somewhere. Yeah, you might have been on a program of mine every now and again. Huh? What's going on there, Mr. Jose? Yes, ready for Army of Thieves. Let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Good. And uh, no spoilers, okay? No spoilers in the chat. We'll refrain from that, huh? Yeah, we're here. Good. Enjoy the movie. Let's get nuts, James. Yes, let's definitely do that. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. Good to see you. Always good to see you. And, uh, E. Haven't seen Army of the Dead yet. Must do it. But you can still watch Army of Thieves because, you know, it is a prequel. So, I don't know if it'll uh, ruin the experience for you. We're about to get lit. Let's go. Yeah, sure we'll be talking about all kinds of stuff. More. We got Rosemary here. How's it going, Rosie? All right, we got Niner fan right here. Yes, good to see you too. Hopefully your Niners will clean up the act, but who knows what's going to happen with that team? I think my brother's pretty much given up on them. Wow, good. Glad you're going to the the event as well. So good, good to good that there's going to be some faces there. I mean, obviously we can't see each other. It'd be kind of cool if there was like a live chat. I don't know. Maybe there will be a live chat. No, sometimes there's really not a live chat. So, we got DJ. We got uh, We Are Venom here. Good to see you, of course. Yes, we got Carrie, a crack a That's right. We're just doing some pre, you know. Hey, I'm having some pre, some pre premiere wine. That's for sure. Hmm. Why not? Why not? Ah, reveals. What? <laughs> well, I know. Well, yeah. He's he said that. He said that. He said that on the vodka stream, the last vodka stream he was on, when we were talking about Army of the Dead. He did mention, um, he did mention that there, um, that we obviously you don't see him, you don't actually see him get killed. So you know, there's always that possibility. That's right. That's right. Uh, we actually had. Oh, nice in the chat. Well, that's cool. So there is a live chat. Sweet. So we can all have fun with that. But I mean, I'll, I'll probably just be paying attention to mainly to the movie or whatever. You know, so won't be probably doing a lot of chatting. Hell yeah, Army Day! It's your birthday. Well, happy birthday! Happy birthday, Jigar, Jigar, Jigar WB or Hygar, <laughs> Higar. I don't know. Uh, cheers! Yeah, all the way from New Zealand. Good to see you. Good to see all you guys. Yes, pretty exciting day. I mean, obviously we've got the four topics that we're going to be talking about. Obviously, Zach has been doing a lot of talking about his uh, his. 
what he's been doing over at Netflix, which is great. Um, hopefully we'll get some more info out of him. And then, of course, we've got some uh, Spider-Man still that everybody was talking about, some Spider-Man stills. And then I have not watched the Buzz Lightyear trailer yet. I was like, I'll watch it on the... Uh, I'll watch it on the show. And then they just uh, revealed the part two, part two, I guess, the second half of Masters of the Universe Revelation, which I know a lot of people have some controversy when it came to the first one, which felt a little, I mean, I kind of, when it came to Masters of the Universe, I was always like, I could see why people are griping. But at the same time, they're doing that thing where they just are really just saying it's like this whole shit sandwich of a thing. So you know how it is. You know how it is. But anyway, so, yeah, we got plenty to talk about. And like I said, you know, that's why I wanted to do a, an hour and a half early just in case. You know, sometimes these, sometimes the shows run over an hour. That's for sure. And again, a day that just like the fucking time dragged, man. It really did drag today. I was like, man, it's only two o'clock. What the hell? I took like a half hour lunch. So then I could uh, make sure I was off work like earlier. So then I can get everything prepared and check out everything. So... But, uh, yeah, we'll have some fun with all that right now. So, happy birthday. Oh, we got another birthday in here, too. Kiwi? Who's Kiwi? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. So, anyways, we'll talk about all that. And, yeah, man, I'm just really looking forward to it. I know there was already a European premiere of Army of Thieves that happened way earlier today. Man, I tell you what, if I didn't... If I didn't uh, have to do the daytime job, I would have watched it already and already had my first reaction, my initial review, which, of course, after tonight, look forward to that as well. I will have my first reaction of Army of Thieves, which will just be right here, of course, because I'll be watching it right here. So look forward to that. All right. Anyways. All right. So we got our drinks poured. We got everything, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I mean. Basically, what I'm seeing from when it comes to initial reactions, I mean, of course, you know, naturally, when it comes to the Snyder community, uh, you know, a lot of people are just raving about it, saying great things about it. You know, I've seen some other things where people were kind of, uh, they kind of took it as, ah, it wasn't enough. There's a, a collective of um, comments when it comes to Army of Thieves. I think some people that are griping about it is the fact that it didn't have enough uh easter eggs or connective tissue to army of the dead which of course it's not gonna have that i mean wait till the anime of army of the dead las vegas that's gonna have big time connective tissue to army of the dead this one is gonna have slight apparently you know so so i saw some people kind of complaining about that it's like i mean that's that's the drawback of the mcu is the fact that everything everything everyone wants everything so connected and there has to be easter eggs everywhere and we got to set up the next thing, set up the next thing. So, yeah, a couple little gripes like that, but mainly positive stuff. So, yeah, believe me, that shit is good. Good. Oh, no, I, I trust you. I trust you. Absolutely trust you, Lane. Don't worry. Even though you always say hashtag Garza's right. That's the only time where I kind of go, I don't know about that. Just kidding. Garza, well, he's he has been right. That's for sure. So, anyways, all right, let's go to the tweets. Let's see what's happening in the Twitter world right now. All right, see what's going on. Got that. Anybody that's, oh, I forgot to turn that off. <laughs> Sorry, I was turning off all my stuff. Uh, all right, let's go to the tweets. Uh, make sure I got that. There we go. All right, we're going to the tweets right now. Uh, apparently, Jada Pinkett Smith is... <laughs> oh, good Lord. I don't even want to know. 
she's trending right now. I saw that earlier, and it's like, oh, they're talking about the uh, the relationship that they they have. We get it. You have an open relationship. It's whatever. You guys are celebrities. We get it. We get it. We get it. Yep. Here we go, guys. We are definitely living in a Black Mirror episode. So I guess this is in New York City. Remember, there was a video about this where robots, these freaking robots, are going to be going around and I guess taking temperatures of homeless people. You know, instead of, uh, I think that's what they were saying, right? That these robots were going to go around taking temperatures of people or homeless people or something like that and make sure that they don't have COVID or something. Doesn't make any sense. It's like, well, how about you give these people homes? (laughs) I think they have a, you know, slightly more pressing matters than than catching covid i don't know but this uh i guess this was spotted right there man uh it's we're it's gonna it's we're getting into that dystopian fucking robotic future we really are we really are it's coming guys it's coming all right denny denny wants i mean let's okay can we just we have dune part two that's already been announced everything's all good with that it's all happening so just just give him the whole entire fucking world because that's what he wants. He wants the entire world. He wants to adapt Dune Messiah after Dune Part 2. Dune is a huge story. In order to honor it, I think you would need at least three movies. At least three movies. But I think we should have at least three movies. I think we should have more than at least three movies. And we're going to have that spinoff series as well. So... I'm just saying, just give this guy the entire franchise. Give him the entire franchise. He obviously wants to do it. I would say yes, please, please, 100%. Jeez. Just let him have it. Let him have it. Let him have it. And hopefully they do. Hopefully they do. Uh, We got, um, I didn't realize that O'Shea Jackson Jr. was actually going to be in uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I did not know he was casting that, but he also is, in fact, in uh, The Matrix. And apparently they did use the volume for The Matrix. What's so crazy about the volume is you really forget, after a while, you forget that you're just in this studio. So that's got to help actors, right? That's got to help actors big time where uh, anytime they're going to be acting in front of the volume, you don't have to just look, you're not just looking at a green screen. I mean, obviously you can't see my green screen right behind me right now, but it's, it's just kind of cool that this technology is really helping the performances of some of these actors. That's for sure. So that's pretty cool. And like I said, guys, the 40 Club name lives on. That's right. 40% member. Talked about this yesterday. I actually meant to clip out that part, and I'll probably post it tomorrow or something. But, uh, yes, reminder that only 40% of David Ayer's Suicide Squad is in the theatrical cut. 40% of what David Ayer actually wanted. I mean, 60% is reshoots and whatnots and whatever the fucks. Um, and I just thought, yeah, reminder that the 40, the 40 club name now making a comeback. Still here. Still here, guys. So cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> and if you guys don't know uh, the history behind the, uh, the 40 Club name, yeah, that was given to me as well as Mr. Colbert, as well as Garza, and anybody pretty much associated with us. It was because for the longest, I was telling people that when it came to the Snyder Cut and what needed, what, how much needed to be uh, completed when it came to VFX and whatnot. And it was, uh, I was told 30 to 40%. Or no, I wasn't told 30 40%. I was told 30 to 40 million to complete. That's how much money was needed when it came to finishing the Snyder Cut. Now, 
it ended up being 70 million. And a lot of these guys, too, that gave us the name, the 40 Club, they believed that it was 100% done. The Snyder Cut was 100% done. They tweeted about it. They talked about it constantly. That's why they kept pushing back against us when I kept saying, no, I heard that it still needs about 30 to $40 million. And, uh, of course, they ran with it and tried to just use that against us for a good two years. And it turns out they were wrong. And uh, we were right. Well, we were not exactly right because, well, we needed $70 million. <laughs> So, I mean, Zach got more than he possibly needed, I guess you could say. He needed, they gave him pretty much enough when it came to all that. So, you got to love it. You got to love it. I made the joke. Is that what he did? You made the joke first, Jacob? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Oops. Uh, let's go back to that. So, yeah, if anybody was wondering about that. And then, of course, we have Zach right here talking about our first Army of Thieves premiere screening in Europe. Just ended. Are you ready for the next one? Join me and the crew, 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah, he kind of reversed those a little bit, but hey, it's whatever. So hopefully you guys are uh, doing that, RSVP to that. Should be a damn good time. And then speaking of Spider-Man, of course, we'll be talking about this, but we'll talk about Spider-Man, but... Uh, Here's a, a couple of shots of Alfred Molina trying out the different kinds of glasses for Doc Ock. So, yeah, I mean, they all look pretty decent, to be honest. I don't know. I think uh, I think these ones probably the bigger, the better, because it makes them look more, I don't know, menacing, I guess you could say. And uh, we have some art right here. Pretty cool art from Battenson. Look at that. And that freaking suit looks mechanical right there. I really dig it. Really dug this art right here. Talented artists. You got to love it. Got to love it. Shut up and fight. It's a good episode right here of Batman the Animated Series. It's going to be a fun one to talk about with Scat. And uh, regardless of how you feel about Amber Heard, but, I mean, come on, that red hair really looks good on her. Really does. Yes. We know she's a, she's a bit of a psycho, but, hey, maybe after adopting that or having that kid, she didn't adopt the kid. She had a, a surrogate. Um, Maybe that'll ground her a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, that's Amber Heard. And uh, I think that's what it says. Yeah, on the set of Lost Kingdom right there. So that's pretty cool. This is pretty interesting right here. I don't think anybody knew about this. But apparently, Timothy Chalamet used to run a YouTube account where he made custom Xbox controllers. Yeah. He used to... He, I guess he was called Modded Controller 360. And he used to make custom Xbox controllers. Now he's making... Multi-million dollar blockbusters, <laughs> or he's starring in, I should say. Crazy. Went from a YouTuber doing this to, hey, guess what? You're the hottest young actor that's happening right now. You're in the new uh, Wes Anderson movie and everything. So, uh, yeah, so he used to do that. That's pretty crazy. It's interesting. We've got some uh, tactical Batman art right here. Man, talk about getting robotic. This is from this is from a tech suit by Garan Buck Buckvik. Anything Batman that's got to do with art, I will most likely retweet it. So there you go, right there. There you go. We got Joey in here. What's going on, Mr. Joey? Watched Army of Thieves earlier today. It was pretty damn good. Good. Yeah, I saw your tweets about it. And uh, speaking of Timothy Chalamet, like I said, he's in Wes Anderson's uh, newest movie, which is The French Dispatch. It's currently at a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fine. I want to see it. Looks pretty good, actually. Looks pretty good. Oh, we'll be talking about that, too. And my God, guys. My God. <sighs> this makes my knees buckle. 
I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening in this GIF right here, but obviously this is a uh, some kind of junket, some kind of interview with Rebecca Ferguson for Dr. Sleep, because I can see the P right there. But she's biting her bottom lip and making this face, and it's just like, oh, oh, oh. I don't know. I, hey, Tim, I don't know why she's making that face. It almost looks like she is looking at the person that's being interviewed, and she is like, yum. All I know is I wish it was me. That's it. That's it. That's what I wish. I wish it was me. Whew. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Pretty hot looking face right there. I will say very much so. We'll be talking about that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is, uh, you know, this kind of uh, alludes to what we'll be talking about when it comes to the Spider-Man stills right there. So I got all that. That's right, man. We got a... We got this. We got this big, huge Snyderverse that's coming out, and then we got a Duneverse, I guess you could say. Duneverse is that what we call it? The Duneverse, Dune World, Duneverse. I don't know. Just give me all of it. Give me all of it, please. Just give me all of it. Hey, how awkward is this premiere going to be, huh? <laughs> you guys remember that we still have, we still have yet to see the movie Deep Water, which stars Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck. The very movie that they met on and then, of course, had a, you know, a few uh, a month. I don't know, probably a pandemic relationship. You know, they ended up having a little pandemic relationship after it. But the movie has yet to come out yet. I mean, it's it got rated. It's rated R for sexual content, nudity, language and some violence. Hey, I'm all for it. I mean, are we going to get another uh, Ben Affleck dong shot? Maybe. Who knows? Sexual content. Cool. On a day or Ma's nudity? Sure. I'm all about it. But that's going to be an awkward, uh, I think that might just be an awkward premiere if, you know, who knows? All I know is, uh, you know, J-Lo, you know, Jenny from the street might come out. She might actually come out and start eyeballing her, like, you know, looking, sizing her up and shit. Yeah, you never know. But, yep, I'm down to see the movie. Definitely down to see the movie. Yeah, we'll talk about that. This is exciting right here because I really enjoyed this movie. Um, it's just one of those cult classic movies, but uh, I don't know if you guys saw Donnie Darko. It, it got released like 20 years ago or something like that. I think it was like 20 years ago. It's coming up on 20 years, something like that. But uh, the director, Richard Ke uh, Kelly, he's already talking. Now he's talking about a sequel and a quote right here. I mean, obviously, there's more in the article, but it says there's so much information in Donnie Darko. I've been processing it for two decades. I've been really digging into it and working to see what the bigger world of the film could look like. That would be very interesting if you do a follow up on Donnie Darko. If you haven't seen Donnie Darko, check it out. Chetty oh, Mattia, man, I swear we just, you know. I don't know about your taste in films, man. I don't know. I liked it because I liked the the weird time travel aspect to it. I liked how, I don't know. I just I just liked it. Didn't it take place like almost like eighties? It take took place in the eighties, right? So yeah. Boop boop boop. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. And Planet of the Dead was uh, trending a little bit today, so that's cool. Um, this image right here is hilarious. It's hilarious because this scene is very awful. This scene is awful in Black Widow. It's really bad. Um, the, and it's part of the final act where she it looks like um, it looks like she's going to sacrifice herself, but she ends up not. But and it, 
<laughs> I just thought this was hilarious. I mean, I love Florence Pew, 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 Pew. Love her. Absolutely love her. Great actress, talented actress, and uh, goddamn beautiful. But that this scene was awful, but I love the fact that the Photoshop of her making that face and like, yeah, I don't know. I just thought this uh, was hilarious. <laughs> uh, it's good stuff. Good stuff. We'll talk about that, of course, and that as well. And that's pretty much it, guys, when it comes to the tweets. All right, here we go. Okay, so let's uh, go ahead and talk about the uh, the main topic, right? Meow. Let's talk about Zack Snyder and his Snyderverse. His new Snyderverse, guys. All right, so, I mean, we got, we, as much as we want the restoration of the DC Snyderverse, we got to remember that we are getting two new Snyderverses, and it kind of makes you wonder, kind of makes you wonder, because obviously we just, uh, we, we found out that Army of the Dead 2 is going to be titled Planet of the Dead, which I love. Perfect title. Planet of the Dead. Now, does that mean planet Earth? Maybe. Does that mean some remote planet that has this alien zombie shit that's happening? Possibly too. So I'm just kind of wondering, which one does it mean? Does it mean planet Earth and the zombie apocalypse is going to spread? Or is there actually a planet of the dead? Is there actually a planet out there? And then you kind of think like, okay, well, then we got Rebel Moon that's going to be taking place in the cosmos. You just kind of wonder, is 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 Zach going to pull a fast one and he's going to come? Is this one big giant universe or is it two separate universes? That's what I'm kind of wondering. Some people are wondering that probably you probably guys are wondering that as well. Right. So I don't know. Uh, it's happening in Mars. Yeah. Hey, there was a ghost of Mars. Right. That was a wasn't that a Carpenter flick? Ghost of Mars with Ice Cube and Natasha Hintridge. Oh, man. Never her. Oh, um, so, yeah, I'm kind of wondering, like, it just kind of makes you wonder, just kind of makes you wonder if that's what the whole plan was supposed to be. But yes, Army of the Dead 2 will be called Planet of the Dead and uh, totally dig that title 100 percent. And uh, now let's go to the big interview that he had that a lot of information came about, which was on Inverse. And uh, he basically revealed a lot of cool shit. So here we go. Inverse right here with a quote, Ragnarok is on the way. Hey, we're going to get an actual really cool Thor Ragnarok that has Zack Snyder's fingers in it. Yeah, that's cool. Is that what's happening? But yeah, right here, of course, this Planet of the Dead, Zack Snyder reveals plans for a zombie sequel. And uh, yeah, so here's the article right here that we'll go through. Still writing the high of his Justice League director's cut. Well, not technically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Released on HBO Max earlier this year after a massive fan led movement. Snyder is already laser focused on his next cinematic universe. So there you go. Oh, yeah. You rewatched Species recently. Species is a fantastic movie. Love that movie. And she's naked a lot, which helps. Um, uh, Let's see. Release in May. Army of the Dead. Kickstarted the Snyderverse 2.0. See, I like that. I like that. Snyderverse 2.0. 2.0. I dig that. I, I really do. I'm like, maybe we should start titling this Snyderverse 2.0. I kind of dig it. While taking inspiration from iconic genre films and surprisingly classic opera with Army of Thieves, a prequel to that film out 
Netflix this Friday, it's becoming clear that Snyder, a maximalist filmmaker who arguably has more common with the great German composer Richard Wagner than any of the contemporaries in Hollywood, is in the process of constructing a, uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to um, pronounce that word right there, but yeah, he's basically just comparing him to all that. And then he even says right here, moving forward, says, Like Wagner, Snyder has historically drawn inspiration from Norse god mythology, but he's more openly inspired by the composer himself. Snyder's developing a mythical anime series entitled Twilight of the Gods and the Four Safes, Matthias... Amateur uh, amateur thief must crack in this new in his new army prequel are all directly inspired by the ring cycle right there. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. While Wagner sought to unite all aspects of theater through opera, Snyder has a more film centric goal, folding every possible cinematic genre in the new zombie infested universe. See, this kind of makes you wonder is Rebel Moon. Also going to be in that because that's an entire that's a different genre, too. It could also be brought. I mean, not an entirely different genre, but I mean, it's space. It's sci fi. It's crazy. And then uh, here's a quote from Snyder says, our brand is trope and pop culture deconstruction. So he deconstructed Batman and Superman. Now he's deconstructing pop culture. The man is a madman and we love it. We love to see it. (sighs) Talks about that. Um, and said, bouncing between straightforward heist thriller, foreign language drama, and romantic comedy, Army of Thieves runs the genre uh, with unusual zeal and plan as planned. It says right here, when Shay and I were writing the script for this movie, I was like, listen, we deconstructed the the, the zombie he- the zombie heist, and we have and we have to do that again. That's our thing. So he wanted to do a heist movie. An interview right here. He talks about future projects, all of that stuff. So. Says right here, Army of Thieves is heavily predicated on the ring cycle and Norse mythology. What inspires you about these stories? And this is what Zach had to say. Well, there's a ton of there's a ton of that inspires me in the world. When we were writing Arm of the Dead, we had done this deep dive in into Norse mythology. At the time, I was actually developing my Norse mythology animated series on Netflix, which of course with Jay Oliva which I'm working on right now. My friend Adam uh, Foreman is a huge Ring Cycle fan. We just talked it out. There was a uh, time when we were like, we should do our own Ring Cycle in a Norse mythology movie. One thing led to another, and then we were talking about the Goder, you know, yeah, you know me, I can't say shit. It's too big of a word for me. And it's just ended up being the idea of Twilight of the Gods was a metaphor at the time for this kind of zombie apocalypse. Uh, there, is, there are more Wagnerian endings coming, coming for every day. The characters literally were in their own Ragnarok. There are these potential god characters in the army universe, and they don't realize they're the ones destroying themselves. And so... Uh, and so, and as the army universe goes forward, this all plays out even more. If we did another Army of the Dead, you'd see that there are more Wagnerian endings coming for everyone, for everybody. Basically, Ragnarok is on the way. It was so fun. 
when we went to make this movie, it was obvious to me that this would be the thing we would focus on. This Hans Wagner character who was obsessed with, with Richard Wagner. And uh, he was naming the safes after the different chapters of the ring cycle. So if anybody's like big time familiar with all that stuff, I know Scott McClellan is, which is always, uh, you know, that's the guy we go to when it comes to that. I mean, that's what these safes are going to be representing, which is going to be great. It's going to be great. So and then the pressing question, of course, that a lot of people were talking about. And I even tweeted about it earlier. At this point, do you consider the Snyderverse to be the DC movies or this army universe that you're developing now. So this is what Snyder had to say when it comes to the DC Snyderverse and, of course, the Snyderverse now. I would hope that any anything Snyderverseian is whatever we're doing as original IP. The DC Universe is something that's very close to my heart and something I spent a lot of time developing and thinking about, so I love it. But where I am right now is with The Rebel Moon, uh, of, all right, where I am right now is with the rebel moon of it all and the army of, a de- army of the dead of it all. They're very much consuming our creative output. Hopefully, just anything that we're doing that's original and cool would fit into that category. This is what I've been talking about, guys. This is what I've been talking about. Yes, we all would love the restoration of the Snyderverse when it comes to the DC Universe, the DCU how he started it. We want to see the continuation. We want to see the end of what he wanted to to give us when it came to his Superman story arc. Of course, we want to see that. But at the same time, we do, as we're waiting for that, if that's even, which partly kind of happening, maybe with some other movies, obviously, you know, Flash, maybe Black Adam. I don't know. There's Some people don't think it is. Some people do. Who knows? But when it comes to the new Snyderverse, man, What's going on, Mr. Bailey? When it comes to the new Snyderverse, we have really got to focus our energy. If we are genuine Snyder fans, we're big-time Snyder fans, we have to promote this universe that is an original IP that is, hope- that is, that is over here in Netflix. we got to freaking... we got to come together. Come together and push it forward. You know? And luckily, that's what I'm seeing. I am love that I'm seeing that in the Snyder fandom. I mean, obviously, there are some people that are not supporting this, and that just shows you that they're not actual Zack Snyder fans. They are DC fans that just happen to like his versions of the movies. That's what's going to happen. There's always going to be those kinds of people. But I think a lot of us, most of us, a lot of us here, are 100% behind Zack Snyder being happy in this new relationship over at Netflix, creating new stuff, new things. And again, just kind of wondering, Rebel Moon, Army of the Dead, is it going to be in the same universe? That'd be interesting. I guess time will tell. So I love how we said that right there. So, guys, I mean, we don't have, when it comes to hashtag Restore the Snyderverse, yeah, that's good. But I don't know what could be a possible new hashtag we could use. Something with Snyderverse, Netflix Snyderverse, um, I don't know. Maybe we'll come up with a new hashtag that kind of just shows our support for the man when it comes to the Snyderverse that he's Snyderverses that he's created creating over here. So, hey, hey, we got Ray Porter here. Yeah, figured I'd represent. What's going on, sir? Good to see you. Need to get you back on the vodka stream soon, man. Update. Been meaning, been wanting to talk to you again, man. Yeah, we got Dark Side in the chat, guys. You guys better be. Uh, you guys better behave. You guys better behave. Dark side is now. 
now in the uh, the chat. So just 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 warning you, just warning you. But I think it'll be I think it'll be cool. It'll be cool, you know. But yeah, that's right. Thought I'd wear some dark sadness today. Felt right. Felt right. It really felt right. When I looked in my closet, I was like, yeah, it's wearing that today. Wearing that today. So good to see you, Ray. Good to see you. Um, and then it says, are there any updates on Rebel Moon? And he says, we're just plugging away. It's so huge and so crazy, but really exciting. And I'm just super excited as we get closer to sharing some art and casting because it's all starting to come together. That's right. All starting to come together. So can't wait to, I mean, we're going to get that casting soon, which is great. And we're going to get some beautiful art as well. Ah, you know, that's going to be gorgeous. And then they asked, what did you think of the Batman trailer? And you got to love this because game recognizing game right here. I really loved the Batman trailer. I think Matt Reeves is doing a great job with it. It's right up my alley as far as the tone. It just feels so super, super happy, super good. So there you go. We already saw their exchange during DC fandom. We love it. And I know that that rubs some people the wrong way, which I don't get why it does. But that's just the way it is. Just the way it is. And, uh, yeah, we just got to love it. I just love the fact that he's recognizing that Batman trailer. And, of course, it's right up his alley. It's dark as shit. It's crazy. It's, it, ah, man, you just, you just love to see it. Is there a way we could see the in-between of Dieter's story between the end of the first three heists in Army of Thieves and the beginning of the one in Army of the Dead? And this is funny right here. Uh, he says, clearly, he's used his money to open a locksmith shop wherever he is, Barstow or San Bernardino. That's interesting because San Bernardino is literally right over there. I got some hills right here, and that's where San Bernardino is. Barstow is a little way more up that way. But, yeah, I live literally like 15 minutes away from San Bernardino. I love that he said San Bernardino right there. I don't know that he's done a ton other than a crew, a clientele. Uh, clientele. Sorry. He uh, certainly has a lot of confidence in his ability to install locks on their back porches. So, and then the big question, did he get killed by Zeus or not? Ooh, I mean, that's, that's what we're all kind of wondering, right? That's what we're all kind of wondering. So, but the real adventure would be to see what happened to him when the safe door closed. Did he get killed by Zeus or not? What happened? We don't see him die on camera, and there's still some time left. I won't tell you what happens in Army of the Dead 2, a.k.a. Planet of the Dead, but let's just say that there's a chance Dieter survives. I think he survives. And there's a chance that brush that brush with death would have caused him to want to find a jailed Gwendolyn. Ah! But she gets, uh-oh. I mean, that's kind of a little bit of a spoiler right there, I think. Like, Zach, ooh, bring it back just a little bit. Uh, what was it like han handing off the Army of the Dead universe to another director? Our original idea of those movies was that we were going to do these little spin-off movies in different markets, different foreign language, language films. They were supposed to be all in German. But, and uh, their little movies were going to uh, all feed into Arm of the Dead. Then this movie, I don't want to say it got gigantic, but it grew to the scale that, that it needed to grow to. We just started to do more of it in English, so it just made sense from the beginning that it would be Matthias directing. Directing, I've had a lot of fun watching that. Uh, bup, bup, bup. Okay, and then it says, like, one thing I loved about the movie was just how meta it was. In my review, I called it Scream 2 of heist movies, where 
Where do you draw the line between parroting and reinforcing tropes? What I always say is you have to have fun, but not make fun. It's a very particular thing. I think there are a lot of filmmakers that can make a satirical film without inherently loving the genre and that they've that they're sending up that they're sending up. But if you don't inherently love it, you can mess it up because you sat you satirize um, it, you satirize it and you make fun of it like you're better than it. This is not at all our tone. And he says, our tone is that we love those aspects of it, so we want to shine a light on the things that we love. We want the audience involved in our love affair of it. We say, look, we all know, we all know you love it too, you, the audience, and us. We both know we love Nicolas Cage. We're going to put our arms around it, our arms around you, audience members, and we're going to hug over it. That's how we approach it. So there you go. And I love it. So, and that's pretty much it when it comes to uh, the interview with Zack Snyder talking about what is happening when it comes to the new Snyder verse versus whatever you want to call it and all that. Sounds all great, right, guys? I think we're all pretty excited. Uh, uh, you had a dream? What? Yeah. Uh, how are we feeling about this? Huh? So begins the end. Uh-oh. What are we talking about in the chat here? I'm trying to see. What are we saying here? You can't save any of them. What? Oh, Steppenwolf, can it be true that you have found it? Oh, yeah, we got a Steppenwolf in here. We got a dark side in here. Good stuff from Zach. Can't wait. Yeah. Why did they say Nick Cage wouldn't be cool if he was... Um... Yeah, there was like something about Nick Cage, too. Oh, they're doing quotes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what's going on? Yeah, uh, there was something about Nick Cage, too, where I think they said something about maybe a possibly a reference or something that was involved. I saw something that said, like, hey, that they had to, like, ask, ask Nicolas Cage for permission, and apparently Nick Cage was cool. Um, he also, they also did say stuff about um, the fact that, that when it comes to Rebel Moon, there was, like, another interview where when it comes to Rebel Moon that... Um, Zach actually talked about how the fact of the opening of Man of Steel, the Krypton scene, it's very much going to be like that, but on steroids. Okay, guys? So just imagine that. Let's see if I can find the quote here. Here it is. So this is what he was saying right here. So he says, like Zack Snyder says, Rebel Moon will be like the Krypton sequence in Man of Steel on steroids. In the beginning of Man of Steel, on Krypton was pretty big sci-fi elements that... And that's kind of what we're doing in Rebel Moon, but on a on the biggest steroids I can give it. So yeah, we're gonna get these be- this beautiful fucking scene, beautiful opening sequence like this. It's gonna be this times like I don't know a hundred. I'm all for it, all fucking for it. That's all I gotta say. So there you go. And I think we all kind of assumed there would be like a Krypton kind of vibe when it comes to Rebel Moon, but can't wait to hear. More about it, more story points, the art, and, of course, the cast, you know. Be cool if, uh, you know, Ray Porter got a, a cast in there, man. That'd be sweet. Got to get more of that voice, that, that awesome voice that that man has, that's for sure. So there you go. Looking forward to it. Now, I'm so ready for Rebel Moon 2, man. So ready for Rebel Moon 2. Spider-Man No Way Home. All right, so there were some more stills that got released, and essentially... You know, when it comes to uh, 
Empire Magazine and uh, interviews in there, you know, with uh, Mr. Watts, uh, director. Uh, Of course, he denied that there was like other. He, he of course, denied. He did deny that there was like uh, that there was any kind of, um, you know, some of the other characters and and whatnot. Uh, Thank you, Danny, for the uh, super chat. Five dollars. You're awesome. Appreciate it. Every little bit helps. Sup, Dave. Love Zach and the universe and the characters he's built. But why is there a Dune 2 greenlit and no JL2, let alone no Man of Steel? Because it just seems to me like. Warner Brothers is really trying to find their Star Wars, and I think they they pretty much are like, Dune is going to be our Star Wars. Um, and then, of course, they have all this DCIP that is also coming out. I don't know why there's they didn't, they're didn't they not announcing anything with Henry Cavill. That's just like you're leaving literal money on the table with that man. When it comes to the JL sequels, I mean, I mean let's face it. Those guys, and with a plan, Toby, they're still just like, as much of a success and a global phenomenon that Zack Snyder's Justice League was, is, I should say, they, it just seems like they still don't really want to budge when it comes to that. But, you know, anything could happen right there. Anything could really happen when it comes to that universe. But I think Dune 2, they're just all in. They're all in. They want that to be their Star Wars. So that was just, that's kind of like uh, my take on that whole thing. So when it comes to that. Anyways, all right, so Spider-Man, <laughs> do I have that? All right, so this is, uh, here's the still right here that a lot of people were talking about today, was uh, this one right here, where of course we have, we got Peter, who apparently didn't run away fast enough, <laughs> didn't run away fast enough, and now he's all tangled up, now he's, uh, the arms look great, by the way, Doc Ock's arms right here, and uh yeah, so everybody was talking about this today, and it says Spider-Man No Way Home isn't just a sequel. It's a massive meta multiverse outing in which Peter Parker finds himself fighting iconic villains from past lives. As its creators tell us, this is nothing less than Spider-Man Endgame. So there's the image right there. But let me uh, let me type in. Let me let's go to here. Let's go to Spider-Man. This is pretty funny right here. But, yeah, we got some more stills right here. That looks pretty good. That looks better than the other still we got. Got some more stills that were popping up. A lot of just Doc Ock stuff pretty much. So, yeah, nothing else really too uh, crazy when it comes to this. So, some leak stuff. This is pretty funny. Don't want to do. Don't want to show any possible leak stuff, but who knows if that's actually true. A lot of people are posting phony leak stuff. There was even somebody actually posted that what looked like a video. Somebody cry, like literally did worked on something where Tobey Maguire's head was on like was in the movie. It was quite interesting. I didn't retweet it, but it was weird. It was definitely weird. It looked really funky. Definitely looked really funky. I know. Watch out for the spider wing. Yeah. Because one of the times where I've, you guys, you know, this was like last year sometime where I went down the rabbit hole of just typing in spider stuff and some dude pulled his uh, his spider wing out. Yeah, and I had to uh, I had to edit that out pretty quickly or else I didn't want to get in trouble. So always got to be careful when you go down a Twitter search term. You never know what you're gonna you never know what you're gonna find. So, but anyways, when it comes to that Doc Ock image i'm just kind of going look at I'm, I, apparently peter didn't run fast enough <laughs> who knows is somebody gonna so he's wearing the iron spidey suit and it's still captured is someone gonna 
show up to get him out of it? I mean, I'm kind of wondering, how does he get out of that predicament? Is one of the other Spider-Men going to show up? Who knows? And in the article, too, there was mention, too, of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, but not necessarily saying they're in the movie, but there was mention of them. And it's, again, the worst kept secret in Hollywood. We all know that fucking guys are in there, okay? Tobey Maguire sure ain't fucking, he doesn't care. Andrew Garfield, poor guy, every interview that he's had, they keep on asking him. So he keeps on having to act his ass off, which he's doing a good job, I will say. But um, it does, there's like a mention of... uh, of Sandman and, of course, the Lizard and both of those actors. Can't remember Thomas uh, Church. What the hell is his name? Hayden. Thomas Hayden Church, right? Churchill, something like that. Reprising his role as Sandman, which he was, when it comes to Spider-Man 3, I mean, I tell you what, I think we can all agree that his story arc in Spider-Man 3 was really good. Those Spider-Man scenes were really good. The Sandman's arc was pretty good. I mean, yeah, maybe it was a little weird that he was the one that ended up killing Uncle Ben And they kind of did that whole connective tissue to all that. I didn't really like that that much. But when it came to his story with his daughter and whatnot, that scene when he actually turns into Sandman and then he tries to grab the locket, can't do it. It's a really good scene. And then, of course, they deleted a really good scene, too. Uh, But I always thought his story arc was pretty great. Is the screen only um, able to work? Is that the screen only able to work on computers? What screen? I don't know which one you're talking about. So, but anyway, Sandman, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, and Electro. Pretty much all confirmed. I don't know. It's like the Sinister Five. I don't know. Is there another one? Venom? Uh, Venom going to be there? Yeah, because they talked about, there, there was also, people were talking about uh, the fact that, um, people were also talking about how the Rhino is not going to be in it, but he's going to be mentioned in the movie, like the butt of a joke. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the screening for Army of Thieves. That's what you're meaning? Yeah, okay. Could be Scorpion, yes. I think Scorpion's going to be part of it because they already established him in in Homecoming. So I think they I think he's already there. He's already established. And then you got Vulture also, right? Um, that's going to probably be somewhat involved. Who knows? I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, but anyways, so there you go. Doc Ock. Looking good. I think that's all they're going to give us when it comes to promoting. It's just like, yeah, we already told you that Doc Ock is going to be in there. Are they going to show Goblin? Who knows? Who knows they're going to do that? Anyways, I guess we'll find out. But it's like just show all three of them together. You might as well just release that still. It'll blow up the Internet. We all know that they're there. But maybe they'll save it for the trailer. Who knows? We will see. To me, I don't think we actually need another trailer. To be honest, I don't think we need another trailer. But... I get it. They're going to give another trailer. They have to. It's just, you know, it's a given. But just one more trailer. That'll do it. Maybe hint at the other Spider-Men. I don't know. That's just me, though. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, finally, I'm going to watch this trailer. Should have had it pulled up. Um, let's watch the trailer for, um, for Buzz Lightyear, which is very interesting. Buzz voiced by chris hemsworth which is interesting okay so which trailer should i damn it damn it what the hell there's not one specifically from okay fine let's see just do that one i guess it's on good morning america too exclusive all right let's do that one then all right let the uh let the ad run it's another john cena ad because that guy does everything he's the shaquille o'neal of wrestlers 
just like, yep, yeah, I'm going to do a commercial for everything that I can. All right. Oh, see, that's why I didn't want to watch it on this one, because, yeah, of course, you have to do, like, a little introduction. All right. Where are we at here? Summer of 2022. Okay. All right. Let's see. Boop. All right. Let's go. Yeah, we're good. All right. We're good. All right, so here's the trailer right here. I have not yet seen it, so let's see what's going on. Gotta have the stupid Good Morning America fucking... Okay. Animation looks good. Liking it. Going to the sun. It's weird seeing Buzz Lightyear with hair. And he's got perfect hair. It's distracting. Don't know what that was. The animation's looking really fucking good, though. Hey, there's the cost. But yeah, Buzz Lightyear with hair. Oh, it's just called Lightyear, huh? All right. Dig it. I dig it. Okay. I like it. Like I said, the animation looks really good. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be weird, though, to not hear Tim Allen's voice also come out of that face. But, you know, I think they did a good job of like, hey, this is supposed to be the real guy. So we can't make him look like a toy. Obviously, they had to make him look a little bit more human-like, which I think they pulled it off. I think that animation looks pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm down, too. It's a robotic cat. Yeah, I figured it was a robotic cat. It was going... Bar, 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 you know, whatever the hell. So, it does make sense. So, another cash grab. Everything's a cash grab, Mattia. Everything. Everything's a cash grab. Doesn't matter. Every little thing. The Batman is a cash grab. <laughs> you know? Black Adam is a cash grab. They're all... That's the way that these studios look at it, because they know that they... These products will sell, so it's like, all right. But I do like the idea that it's actually based on the actual Buzz Lightyear guy, you know. And I'd say that that's, that's better than doing another Toy Story, to be honest. I don't want another Toy Story. I thought Toy Story 4 shouldn't have happened. It was still, it was still pretty good, but I thought they wrapped it up with Toy Story 3 pretty damn good. So I wish there wasn't another Toy Story. It kind of makes you wonder, though, if this movie does well, does that mean they're going to do a Woody movie? Like have a character that Woody was based off of and have that world, I would not be surprised if that happens. This movie does very well. They're definitely probably going to be like, all right, well, let's do a Woody movie. Base it off the actual character of Woody. or I don't know if that's there was an actual character or whatnot. So would not be surprised. Would not be surprised. So, one woman forty, yeah, it all—it's all a cash grab. That's the way that that's all looking for. You just what's good about it is if you you hire people, talented people, creative people to make it to make something special. But everything that's been redone and done again, you know, everything—it's all all cash grabs. They're all cash grabs. All right, so we got that trailer. So now let's look at the uh, Masters of the Universe. Because I watched the first part of the season, and I thought it was fine. 
I did, you know, I did kind of see like, okay, I could see why people were, were uh, griped a little bit. But overall, it wasn't like too terrible. But yeah, I know the biggest thing was the fact that it just seemed like it was less uh, less He-Man, more She-Ra. <laughs> so. so here, let's see what this one's all about, Gage. Part two. We want to believe in an ordered universe. It's Mark Hamill. Some grand architecture holding it all together. After all these years, I finally know the real secret of Grayskull. There is only power. And now, I have the power. This is a new era. He's using his line. As the new sorceress, the bumbling idiocies of the past will no longer be tolerated. The only way we can stop this sorceress is with another sorceress. If we want to live, we're going to have to fight. If I can tap into the power, I can stop her. Soon, all of Eternia will remember this historic moment when Skeletor finally kills Demon! Didn't he already do that, though? (laughs) Kind of. What are we laughing at? See, the sword is just the conduit. But the spark? That was always me. No. By the power of Grayskull! He doesn't even need the sword. Whoa! The power is mine alone. Why did it answer his call? Loincloth Demon. Citizens of Eternia, we're in dire need of your help. There is nothing to live for. Animation. Chaos. And to chaos. Will we all return? Thank you for being my daughter. Now you need to be something greater. Look at the sky. All hope is gone. Everything will end. Find safe positions. There are no safe positions. Oh, there's one. Behind me. Oh, watch out. For Eternia! Dun, dun, dun. Oh, you guys are in trouble now. Oh, watch out. Now, what's his name? All right, November 23rd, so there you go. Not too shabby. I said the animation looks good. I like the voice acting. Yeah, looks pretty good. I know some people were like, ah, screw this thing, because, you know, it didn't have, um, it didn't have, um, you know, enough He-Man, which, yeah, kind of looks like it still doesn't have enough He-Man, but, hey, seems like it has a little bit more He-Man, and He-Man comes back with a fucking vengeance, so, I mean, that's the way we got to look at it, I guess, right? Makes sense, but yeah, I'm down. I'll watch it. I'll definitely watch it. I still got to catch up on some other things on Netflix, that's for sure. So, but uh, yeah, I got till November 23rd, so that's good. All right, so let's uh, let's go to the Twitter questions real quick. Whoop. See what you guys have to say about here. Did that again. All right, so Twitter questions. There's only a few right here. Okay. 
We got Cooper Knox. I wonder if Planet of the Dead will have a Planet of the Apes-inspired opening sequence where a team of astronauts come back down to Earth and find it to be overrun with the living dead. Could be. Could be. That'd be pretty tropey, I think. VF, do you think Buzz Lightyear will face his nemesis Zorg in the new movie? Yes. I would, I would think that they would want to go that route. Definitely would. I definitely think so. Uh, Eric. Uh, so Zach says he hasn't thought about other directors carrying out his arc. First, is he serious? Second, George Lucas directed the original Star Wars. Other guys directed Empire Strikes Back. Does anyone say those two films weren't Lucas's vision? Um, yeah, that's what I've been saying for a while. <laughs> I've been saying that other directors would have to do that, but he's never really thought. Yeah, there was another interview where he did say that he hadn't really thought about that. But uh, he has. Come on. He has. He has. He has. <laughs> Final thoughts before Army of Thieves? Nothing really, man. Javier, just looking forward to it. Seeing the expansion of the Army universe? Totally. So just uh, just looking to have a good time tonight, for sure. Hey there, Dave. In the Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America trilogies, they all lost something at the end of the third movie. What do you think Spider-Man Peter Parker will lose in No Way Home? That's a good question. Yeah, instead of losing a suit, losing an eye, losing a bra, I don't know, losing a shield kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he'll lose his powers. He'll lose Aunt May. That would suck. I don't want him to lose Aunt May, but maybe. Does Aunt May sacrifice herself? That'd be crazy. But no, that, that probably won't happen. So, all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right meow. Um, appreciate you guys clicking in. Like I said, um, we got a half an hour before Army of Thieves virtual premiere, which I'll have an introduction from Matthias with uh, Zack Snyder and some of the cast. It'll be cool. So I'll see you guys over there. Um, if there is, yeah, I think there is going to be a live chat. So I'll be in the live chat somewhere in there. So check that out and uh, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Do all that stuff. Um, if you want to join, become a member, hit the join button. Of course, got the Patreon right there. If you want to uh, help out the pirate ship right there, much appreciated. You guys are awesome for doing that. Members and, uh, well, you guys are all awesome. But members, patrons, they're all, you guys are awesome too. Even more awesome for helping out just a little bit more. And, of course, shirts down below in the film junkie closet. So, all right, guys. I'll see you guys over at the virtual premiere, all right, for Army of Thieves. Looking forward to it. And uh, it's Wednesday, so no Film Junkie Live tomorrow. Look forward to my Army of Thieves first reaction. And then tomorrow, look forward to my Last Night in Soho first reaction. Be doing that. And then, of course, the Vodka stream on Friday. Hopefully, it'll be a good one. All right, guys. Talk to you later.